Seven Up. Welcome to Rewind, a Star Trek podcast with Haley and Sarah. Today we will talk Trek, likely curse, and maybe say some inappropriate stuff. So listener discretion is advised. If you are looking for something to tickle your ears and soothe you to sleep. Or if you're looking for a discussion, nay, debate, on which is the coolest Beanie Baby. What about a podcast that details every breed of bird that there is? Oh man, that would go forever. Possibly. Are you looking for a podcast that is accidentally just silence because no one hit record? (laughs) (laughs) I just looked at my recording button at the top to make sure. (laughs) Oh, well then this is uh, is not a podcast podcast for you. But, you know, like I said before, I'm Sarah, that's Haley, so someone cue the music, please. (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right. Before we go any further... And before we dive into a whole host of nonsense, we'd like to take a minute, just sit right there. I'll tell you how we became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Anyway, um, we'll take a minute to thank our sponsors, Fansets. You know them, you love them. They make amazing pins of various themes, such as the world of Irwin Allen, horror, my favorite Harry Potter, and of course, Star Trek. Horror. Horror. (laughs) Like scary movies. I don't know. Yeah. But did um, you know, Haley, that they got so many new pins, like prodigy related pins, including Delta pins and characters, plus a woman of Trek Tendi from Lower Decks and Esri Dax. Ah. Yeah. So, you know, we love that they sponsor us. They love Trek. They love you. We love you. And so if you love yourself and you love us and you want to use our special code, Trek Geeks in all caps with no space at checkout, you get 10% off your order. Treat yourself. Treat yourself 2022. Thanks, fan sets. Did you know what their pins got? Character. Yeah, she said it. Yeah, yeah, she... yep. Yep, 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 yep. Okay, <laughs> so um, round table. I would <laughs> love me. <laughs> I'd love to start with, I'd love to hear from you. I just spent four oh. hours talking, so it's your turn. Oh, nice. Um, I just have a, a quick little update, but uh, uh, and what was I going to share for the? I was going to save it for the round table. My wallet. something on your desk. Something on my desk. So I have not been going into the office, um, but I decided to go into the office because I was I needed to pick up a document that had been marked up, and also apparently there was something on my desk from my boss, and so I was like, I'm going in. I'm going to see what this is. Um, and so I ended up getting this really cute little pin that Bonnie went in on designing with a local designer. So cute. Yeah. And it basically is just like a pin saying thanks for like killing myself over the pandemic. So that was so nice. And then I also um, saw a paper bag that was closed with a red, shiny, like sparkly smiley face sticker and a little business card that said, um, thanks from your senior executive. 
And okay. so I was like, all right, sweet. So I'm like, whatever, I'm going to look at this when I get home. So I get home, like knock it out, get the bag out. Uh, in the bag, are you ready? I am ready. Two chocolates from last year's Halloween. Um, an arrow and a Smarties. <laughs> a generic thought on appreciation printed out and like snipped and then just thrown into the bag missing a cent or like missing a period at the end um tea bags and a yellow no-name brand highlighter are you kidding me no man was this done as an ironic joke by somebody in the office or was that legitimate that's it wow Mm. how long had that been on your desk who knows not halloween like less than a month i would rather have had the 45 cents that that stuff cost like it was like it's like they went home and they were like okay gotta find something that i can give away like how can i offend my staff yeah like each of the senior executive went home and were like wait i've got these tea bags that are like individually packaged how about those what flavor are they even (laughs) like there's no tabs on them (laughs) yeah they're they're just generic like luckily it's earl gray but like still how fresh is it when you see the chocolate you're gonna start thinking like oh is the highlighter dry like you know what i mean there's no cap This is a roll of toilet paper. Actually, during the pandemic when it was yes. first on, that would have been a true. A that would have been funny. <laughs> that would have been, been funny. That would have been excess. It would have been on the news. Like, oh, you, the government's giving away all the toilet paper. We gotta <laughs> shut them down. Oh, totally. Anyway, riding in the streets. Wow. What a so. That, there you go. What a, what an adventure, me, right? And then, like last night, I wrote I wrote this little update in Trello here. Holy shirt! There's a Trello app life changer I was super I was super lazy read stoned on the couch and didn't want to go get my laptop to make notes on the episode so then I was like wait Sarah is often reading things from her phone when we record is that is there an app and so I found it and I downloaded it and I app for that there's an app amazing you know who else has an app Trek Geeks Podcast Network say what say what say what that's amazing apps apps they're there to make your life easier how are you i'm good uh, um i've been i'm doing this i think i mentioned to you that i'm doing face yoga every day now face exercises as part of my like five week get shredded for stlv oh um, george plenty of you right and uh my face is feeling pretty good um nice. this morning not only did my like my five exercises but then I had like the jade roller going and I was just like massaging the shit out of my face love and it I'm feeling like I'm I'm noticing it the the one woman on YouTube that I've been using she's got some good some exercises like one where you like you stick out like your lower jaw so your back teeth go behind them like you're doing an underbite yeah and then you lift your head up and then oh. you go down so it helps strengthen those muscles in your yeah, neck yeah 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 and then you do one where it's like pretend you have like a straw and then you're like puckering your lips and then like push but pushing them out and hold and do it like 10 times like whoa yeah and you work the lines around your lips oh, and there's one okay. where you do like an oh and like 
or you're trying yeah, to suck yeah. everything in and then there's ones for your eyes where you're just doing like the eyes like just moving the ones below so you're just doing like the eyes have it oh it's and then forehead ones where you're like raising them up but you keep your hand on your forehead so you don't get wrinkles and there's one where she's like holding her temple and go like this <laughs> she was watching these videos being like if somebody walked in now and they were like what are you watching you're like is that is this a chick yeah. possessed by the devil I yeah really it's kind of like laughing face yoga it's it's face yoga it's supposed to take years off doctors hate her uh, <laughs> um what else have i got um I wrote myself a note for the personal update that is, and I literally put, it's in all caps and chiller font. Stay positive, no shit about the world falling apart. So yeah, if you're looking it. for a podcast that just points out the obvious shit in the world, this is not the podcast for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I just want to talk about all the good stuff that's happening right now because you know what, that's life. So I, I for, the, for those listening, some of the updates from my summer, how I spent my summer vacation so far, I took golf lessons for a month, an all women's uh, golf class. Uh, my first ever game and only game as of to date was on the hottest day we had of the year yet Um, and the highlight for me was finding a hot pink golf ball which I have kept Um, I also enjoyed a cold lucky logger after at a park bench with the coach and his wife and some other players so it was very summery Uh, I booked STLV finally for for Brad and myself Um, I decided I wasn't going to go because everything's expensive and I was just nervous to travel. And then I was just like, not like of COVID, but just like how crazy stressful travel is right now because all the airlines have collapsed in on themselves and everyone's luggage is in like nine different countries. Yeah. Then I was just like, fuck it. I got to rip off the bandaid. I I really want to go. So we're going to go on the Thursday to the Monday and stay at Bally's. Uh, I'm going to participate in the craft swap with some of those different pendants I've made and some of the embroideries I've made over the years. So I'm really excited to like take those and trade them for other cool stuff that people will be making i'll probably do that on the friday or the saturday um i already made a reservation for food on the thursday because we really want to go to chef roy's place okay you know how i always talk about that movie chef that i love yeah and then i was saying like on netflix john favreau actually has a show too called the chef show and it's him and um, Chef Roy, a guy who invented oh, um, the wow. Koji, Kogi Krak in LA. It's his place. He's got a place in Vegas at the MGM. So I made a reservation of so we course. could go have some Korean barbecue tacos or something like that or try his ramen or something. So Fun. that's exciting. Um, Brad and I are really into Lego right now. I got the uh, Harry Potter uh, Grimmauld Place Lego. It's over a thousand pieces. Mm. It moves. So you like have like the building and then you open it and there's Grimmauld Place coming through like in the movie because it's like they had to like do that spell so you could see where Sirius Black lives. It's super dope. Cool. Um, And Brad ordered the DeLorean from uh, Back to the Future and we're waiting for that to arrive. Like the Lego kit. Yeah. Yeah, not a real Not DeLorean. an actual DeLorean. No, he's not still yet. looking for one of those. Um, yeah. Always. And we, TV-wise... I followed your recommendation to watch Yellow Jackets and I loved it and I can't wait for the next season. And now we're doing yeah. a rewatch of Ted Lasso and it's so good. I like Coach Beard. <laughs> you have Apple TV? Yeah. Have you Just seen got it. Severance? Not yet. It's on the list. Whoa. It's got yeah. the guy from Parks and Rec, right? Yeah, yeah. The Cones of Dunshire. And some other people that you'll recognize for yeah. sure. I've heard good things about it. It's definitely on the list of things to watch. Yeah, we'll love to talk about it with you when you're. Ooh, is it going to be a podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Slash Hudson and Rex. No. Oh my God. (laughs) My morning show when I'm just having my coffee. 
about to be in a nutshell. Okay, so um, Comic-Con in San Diego just happened, uh, as you oh, may or may no not way. have known. Yeah, I didn't just, know. Yeah, they just had it. I think it was their first one since COVID, to be honest. Yeah, makes sense. It's usually a pretty big deal, and it brings a lot of people it's, together. It brings a lot of people together. One of the things that stood out was um you know how it's like usually a four-day event and this type of thing usually like saturday's the day kind of like an stlv yeah yeah star trek was slated for like saturday one o'clock like prime time and they had like gotten all like the main hall like all the decorations it was star trek like because every year there's like something is kind of like the trend like is it marvel is it walking dead what's the star wars it was Star Trek and they even had a 10 forward where people with tickets could go have drinks and some of the actors were there like Anson Mount and stuff and so there was all these big announcements and it was very Star Trek heavy and so I sent you an email and I said specifically don't look at it so if you open it you're going to see photos of the cast for Picard season three and Worf and LeVar look good what whoa help michael right people are like not loving the white hair and i'm like hello he looks good and so does does lavar i mean they all look fantastic don't get me wrong but those two stood out for me big time and then i sent you a link which will go to the trailer the teaser trailer they did for picard season three so if you want to open it you can totally watch it Um, okay i'm I'm watching it right now i guess you won't be able to hear it but i'm watching it LeVar. God, I really got to finish season two. There he is! Michael Dorn! He's like so skinny. Also, where's Brent Spiner at? Well, Data died. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Remember the whole reason you like Nemesis and you shouted it (laughs) on the rooftop last time we talked? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All well and good, but here's here's the real plot hole. Where's he, Data? <laughs> it's also confusing because we had Brent Spiner playing in season two mm-hmm. of Picard and season one of Picard, right? So it kind of throws yeah. you off a little bit, right? But I'm okay um, with that. Like if they want to bring him back for that kind of thing. Well, before could be a surprise. You yeah, know, before was a thing, drawer. right? Take him out of the drawer, polish him off, dust him off, put on his bow tie. Um, <laughs> so that was that was a big one that came out. And the That's other big news, she, she, he said, like a poop. <laughs> okay. Who does number two work for? Um, <laughs> then there was a panel that was like, um, and okay, and also, you know what, people, if I'm wrong about this, like fuck off. Like I'm just yeah, doing the best yeah, I can. Yeah, I didn't yeah. watch anything live. I'm going by like, you know, headlines, telephone game, spinning. a telephone, right? Like, yeah. I read Purple I, Monkey. I went to Four Chan to get all my information. Eight <laughs> Chan. Um, uh, don't do that. Um, I, there was a panel, it had like Anson Mount and like Strange New Worlds folks talking about season two, you know, like what's going to happen or whatever, what they think could happen, making jokes about Anson Mount's hair becoming a meme and all this kind of stuff. It's amazing. It's got a pompadour, like a fucking greaser out of the fifties. Totally. Um, And then while they were doing their panel, it was interrupted by Tawny and um, uh, Tawny Newsom and Jack Quaid 
the two actor voice actors for Lower Decks, they came running out. And Jack Quaid is the one from The Boys, and his father is Randy Quaid. Okay. And no, which one's the Dennis Quaid? Dennis Quaid. Is... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So Jack Quaid is like he's the voice of Boimler, the main character on Lower Decks. Cool. And then Tawny is the um uh the main character on Lower Decks, the girl I can't remember her name right now. I'm that's all right whatever it doesn't matter either way the big announcement is is that they're gonna do a crossover and they're thinking that the care the voice actors will be their physical actors in an episode of lower deck or of strange new worlds so maybe strange new worlds will have like an episode where they they go into the future really quick because lower decks takes place around the time just after nemesis right yeah yeah and so they're like okay how's this gonna look is it gonna be like roger rabbit where there's gonna be cartoons running around with people or is it gonna be the cartoon actors showing up or will strange new worlds get turned into characters for a real episode is it a holodeck thing like what is it gonna be so either way there's gonna be a standalone episode in season two where they're gonna have those two people coming over and some kind of weird crossover that's supposed to be really funny so i'm really excited for that that's cool. I am loving Strange New Worlds. Just finished it. So oh, I'm yeah, spoiler like, alert, so, folks, but yeah, super good. I who's your favorite character who's standing out for you right now with some awesome folks? Uh, who do I like the best? Uh I like the nurse. Yes, Chapel. Chapel. I like her. Um, you know, I like Spock. And I like, um, uh, I think I, we like the same chick, the security chick. Yeah. La'an Noonien Singh. Yeah. Yeah. She's awesome. Her and her chapels totally stand out for me, for sure. I love the weird sexual tension between chapel and Spock. Yeah. I'm really digging it. Like I'm very much, as the kids say, I ship them. Like just he's all pent up and she's kind of like come on have some fun and then he's all like maybe i should have some fun and she's like no you're supposed to be pent up and it's like oh just do it already i know when they oh so good when they kissed and i was like there's more there you know there is and then a stupid old fiance was like it would be logical for oh fuck off yeah i love it i love it i love to hate it i hate to love it right it's so good totally it's like just enough of the like little drama romance yeah, it's Comedy, like Mulder like, and Scully for seasons and seasons, or uh, Elliot and Stabler, or Elliot Stabler and um, Stabler and Benson. Oh my god! Yeah, totally. Ugh. 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 Do it already. Um, Love it. I yeah, and so Lower Deck season three starts August twenty fifth, the Thursday that uh, is STLV. So I'm really excited to maybe watch it or at least you know That's be so able cool. to. Uh, yeah, it's such a good. It's so funny and just like knowing they're going to have more guest stars again like because they had John Delancey reprise his role as Q and like oh. Frakes was there and like it's such a funny show um, awesome. and the other thing that stood out was Alex Kurtzman revealed that they're working on the next two Star Trek shows and a fan asked if there would be any female-led spin-offs, hinting kind of like Seven of Nine or Dr. Crusher or something and he said first of all I'd say anything's possible and I'll say without revealing too much you can certainly expect to see more Star Trek shows with female leads so folks are kind of unsure if these are like references to section 30, 31, and then the rumored Starfleet Academy show, or if those are considered right. like, we know we're going to do those. And there's two other ones. Cause I think some people are like, we want a Raffi and seven of nine show, or we want like, uh, you know, Dr. Crusher, like everyone's just yeah. like, we want, you know, Kira, like, who knows? Oh, and speaking oh. of Kira, happy birthday, Nana visitor. It's her birthday today. Aww. 
I laughed out loud in public when I remembered you telling the story about meeting her and you were wearing a dickie underneath like a baseball, baseball jersey. Yeah. <laughs> I had a pejorative earring. Oh, God. <laughs> it really suits you. What do you mean? It was such a... I'm one of you. I was like 11 or 12. Oh, man. Oh, so I, I would have had like really awkward pre-braces teeth. Probably had my headgear, the spikes I used to have to help my lisp. Amazing. Oh. Um, what else to doubt? Uh, lots of new comic books are doing a lower deck comic book. And, um, yeah. Why is this saying that this meeting is going to end in 10 minutes? It's just you and me. Yeah, no, it won't. I don't think. It says running out of time. This meeting will end in 10 minutes. Oh, well, we'll just oh, do yeah. another recording if we have to. But, um, yeah, a new comic book, like a lower deck comic book. And I think there's going to be a Benjamin Sisko led comic book. And that was the big thing. They showed the trailer for season three of lower decks and they go to deep space nine and they did it like, just like the opening theme where it's like they flying over it. And like the, the character says like, she's not ready to dock yet. So just keep circling and pretend that you're really impressed by the pylons. <laughs> it's so <laughs> funny. People were going nuts for it. So well, good. Um, oh, that sounds yeah. good. Awesome. So I'm going to take a pause here and I'm going to stop this recording and open up a new one because obviously something's changed with Zoom and it's super dumb and I hate yeah, it. And um, that's fine. I have to I'll, pee anyway. Perfect. I'll meet you back here at 510. Love it. Yeah. You have five minute break. Bio break, as they say in government. I already took, I already took my headphones out. Don't know. Perfect. Fuck you. <laughs> and we're back. Part two, two, two. <laughs> like we never left. Oh my gosh ridiculous um okay so moving right along uh insert sarah doing a robot dance we're gonna talk about an episode of star trek <laughs> tng it's uh <laughs> frame of mind uh a great frame of mind i'm in a frame of mind right now that i want to talk about frame of mind um the netflix rating for this episode is tv pg fear and sex <laughs> just like your 14th birthday party <laughs> am i right oh, brand new episode not brand new jokes mm. i didn't do a six sentence synopsis i did a full-on big ass synopsis are you ready oh. to hear all about it i'm so ready oh my god okay so Riker has bedhead going on so you know this episode is different unique something special Riker's agitated and stressed out and oops blooper reel line please bev <laughs> <laughs> I may be surrounded by insanity, but I am not insane. Boom. He walks into like a, he walks into a weirdo. I'm. Uh, <laughs> this is your first time talking. I may be surrounded by insanity, but I'm not insane. Okay. So this is the, like the best way to set up the episode. Is this ironic? No. Okay. So Riker's in a play and he's nervous. That's the episode. Cute. Cute. Okay. So cue the opening theme music. Boom. Riker has to go undercover on some planet with some issues and is giddy at having to skip the play, possibly. But Picard nails him with a dose of ice-cold reality. No, <laughs> you've got to do the damn play. If you don't, then Bev will come after me. Which doesn't really say anything nice about Beverly. No. Like she's a bit of a nightmare. Worf's not in the mood for nonsense. So he slices Riker's head open. But something seems off. Like, this doesn't seem like a normal scene. And when he goes back to sickbay, Riker's, like, feeling more pain than really is necessary from the little nick that actually happened. And uh, someone else comes in with real injuries and makes eyes at Riker. And you can just sense that things are, like, not really normal. Now he's telling Troy how weird things are. And 
um, how the play like frame of mind oh they said the title is maybe messing <laughs> with his mind um troy's yeah. like don't be afraid of your darker side have fun with it troy that is a very unprofessional naughty thing to say in my opinion so maybe you should refer him to somebody else yeah okay so now we're in the play the audience has gone wild there's a standing ovation they're shouting out bravo and Riker takes a bow and then he sees that weirdo guy from the turbo lift earlier with like the like Ferengi ear as a forehead uh and then he saw him intend forward and now he's there in the audience and he tries to take a bow and then like what he's in a prison cell that's not the stage where he just was so some weirdo dude is like yeah, this is real. Like you're not real and Riker doesn't really know his name and like Riker's not real, but now he's being led to believe that he isn't who we think he is and it's a total mind freak. Riker gets up to leave his cell and there are screams and like spooky music and it's like super depressing and messed up. It's like one flew of the cuckoo's nest in space and Riker meets a woman right away, typical. And she's like, we're going to escape. I have a communicator. And then like me at most family weddings begins speaking into a spoon thinking it's funny. And uh, Riker can instantly tell that she's not really like got a plan. So one of the guards is claiming that Riker killed, I mean, he mutilated someone and Riker's yelling that he's lying and he goes at him with his hands around his neck and gets a needle to the neck, but then wakes up in his bedroom on the Enterprise. And then Beverly's there and Riker's talking to her about the dream he had, thinking it was just a dream and it's all as though the play hasn't happened yet. And now it's the night of the actual play and I'm so confused, I think, but like the weird alien dude's there again and I'm still confused and so is Riker. And then he went after the dude in the audience and it was like really embarrassing to say the least. And Dr. Crusher can't oh. find anything wrong with him and Riker's like really pissy about it. So at this point, we're like jumping around from like, I'm in a prison, I'm in a play, I'm in a play, I'm in a prison. There's no sense. Which now, is it? Which is, which is it? Is it up or down? Is it apples or oranges? Who knows? Riker is walking to his quarters with Troy, convinced he just needs a nappy nap. But then it falls apart again. And he is, well, he's lost it. And then I got distracted. Uh, but I picked up the words reflection therapy and something about Riker doesn't want surgery. He just wants visions to stop and he's confused. And I don't think he knows what he's asking. So now he's getting this reflection pool therapy and images of Picard, Troy and Worf are popping up. There is reference to being in a cold place, an alley being chased, but now they're telling him to be strong and he's on the enterprise and that they're trying to get him out of there and that they have to trust him. And he yells out, no. <laughs> and his like yelling out no makes me think of how alan would cry and it's always just kind of oh, awkward. over the top a little bit now he's in the common room and beverly has showed up asking him if he recognizes her and she's saying that you know he was undercover and then he killed someone but it's not true and Riker doesn't want to believe that she is real he just says You're not real which is what i say about the tiny little girl in the colonial dress that sits in the corner of my bedroom Ah. Data and Worf break into Riker's prison room and he fakes being injured and yells for help, thus ruining the rescue. Data kicks some ass, Data drags Riker to the pattern enhancer, and the three of them are beamed up. His parietal lobe was damaged and he's in neural shock. Picard then tells him that he was abducted and put into a psychiatric hospital. The real story is happening, but his head keeps bleeding. So now this is not real. We get all excited that he's saved and now it's like, why is his head 
bleeding again. So Riker hits Worf in the head with a briefcase or something and goes to shoot himself. <laughs> and in early 90s fashion, the screen does like a shatter effect. And he's oh. back in the alien hospital thing. And he has a knife. It's not a tricorder. It's a knife. No, it's a pen. It's a pineapple. It's a pineapple pen. Um, his head is bleeding. <laughs> so pineapple like, pen. Pineapple pen. And now his head's bleeding again. This little nick. Like, I get scalps bleed more, but this is ridiculous. Um, more stuff is shattering. Nothing's real. He's going to level 16, whatever that means. And boom, now he's on the stage and he fights back in Whammy. He's in a medical room having something done and he's in full fight mode. He contacts the Enterprise and gets beamed up lickety split like it was such an easy win after all of this confusion so now he's home he's fixed by beverly and now he remembers what happened while he was undercover before he bef- yeah so he knows that like oh yeah i was walking and then they try to frame me blah, blah, blah. but before he goes to rest he decides that he wants to dismantle the set from the play what are they going to do with all that stuff is it garbage like how do they deal with garbage on the enterprise do they recycle this is the real question that came for me out of the episode <laughs> So that's it. I'm still confused about whether or not the play actually happened, to be honest. I don't know. Um, Yeah. It's a confusing one, but it was very good. Uh, Let's get your thoughts on the episode, please. So I completely agree with you. This is one of my favorite episodes, and I have no idea what happened. Um, I'm paying attention. I'm, like, actively watching and listening. I could not describe to you what happens in this episode because I don't know. Yeah, like, um, but it was interesting because watching him at the opening where he's, um, I guess he's just rehearsing with data, but I'm like, somewhere in my mind, I also have his lines memorized. It's just amazing. Um, here's some thoughts. Are Troy and Riker together in this episode? Do you know? Because he, so when they're in 10 forward, he like kisses her on the cheek when he gets up to go. But was he just being professional because they were both in uniform? Like, I need a pop-up video on the status of these guys in every episode. I mean, at one point she even says the line, we're your friends. But I just can't tell because it's like season five, right? They're never together during the series. It's not until the movie Insurrection when they kind of get together and they have that tub scene because she hooks up with Worf, but they go on right. like little dates and stuff. And there's jealousy yeah, because like yeah. she got pregnant and he's like, who's the father. And then she has to get married in season one. And he's all jealous. And then they yeah. go to like, they're on the planet with the Ferengi weird flowers that menage. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's they're like friends when... with benefits. They're totally doing it this whole time. Just... Well, I would hope so for their own. Um, does anyone want to point out the weird play that Beverly wrote? <laughs> like, Did she write it? Did she say that in the episode? She, she either wrote it, but she's at least directing it. But like, what a weird fucking play. Um, what's the point of the play? And it got confusing. And then I was like, like looking... the Clockwork Orange or something like that. It's like a story about a guy who's so. like in prison and he has to confess something he didn't do. Do they make him think he's crazy? I don't know. I don't know. I just seem like, I don't know, like something nicer? Well, yeah. I mean, they already have such heavy jobs. Can we get a little bit of uh, comedy yeah. in here, please? Like a, yeah, like a singing little... and dancing that's not Data? Like I know. Well, if I was on the ship and all I saw were plays with Data, I'd be pretty much requesting a transfer. Yeah, I'd be like, bye. bye. Um, I was looking up reviews of this episode and I found a very good short one that just says... Mm. 
is this one of those what's this is one of those what's real stories which I generally don't care about because it's sort of an A or B type scenario not a huge mystery either it's real or it isn't and of course since it's an episode of TNG we know Riker isn't crazy so there's even less suspense if the episode had anything going on beyond that Riker is crazy question it might have been okay but there isn't anything. The reasons for why he's being manipulated aren't interesting or addressed in anything other than a cursory way. Riker doesn't really have to fight his way out or learn anything. He just sort of runs down the clock yelling a lot and then is rescued. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 maybe I choke on my spit. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. Does not change the fact that I think this is a brilliant episode I loved it the entire time. I was texting John and I was like, this episode is amazing. And he's like, can we watch it? And I was like, are you kidding? Yes. Yes. Like, anyway, what did you think? Um, I enjoyed it more than I thought I would because I think this is one of those episodes that never really stood out to me that much as like a Tarna episode but I remember liking it and so watching it now I was like oh I love it like I thought it was really good because I didn't remember it very well so I was kind of like I have no idea what's going on I'm just along for the ride yeah um, I always find it funny how like you can always sense something's off as soon as you get the disheveled hair Riker <laughs> yeah totally um I'm a little uh disappointed it was such a low Troy episode considering it's to deal with mental health um what does she do on the ship for crying out loud um yeah I liked it. It was yeah. it was good in a spooky kind of way. It, uh, anything involving a psychiatric hospital usually gives me the heebie-jeebies. Um, yep. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. All in all, I thought it was a pretty standout episode. I would uh, highly recommend it's a see it for me. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Okay. So we have some fast facts and goofs. Uh, not a lot, but we're going to we're going to talk about them. So do you want to start? I, I do. Please. Jonathan Frakes remarked that Frame of Mind was really dark. It was a terrifying show and creepy to do. It was as big a show as any of it had to carry. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, that would be fun for an actor who's been doing the same role for five years is to get to really like stretch those acting chops and do a little something different. You know what I was thinking at the same time I was watching it, uh, especially the scenes where it's Riker and Data on stage was just Brent Spiner being like, why can't I have more of an acting role? I want to be more actory. Instead, I have to play an android. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I know. Um, that's why he's getting all these great parts in Picard. Now he's playing a whole <laughs> host of people. Um, True. He's going to be like the next Eddie Murphy where he does a movie and he's playing 20 different versions of like <laughs> the clumps. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, Data tells Riker that he gave a very realistic performance of multi-infarct dementia, but his character's behavior is more in common with schizophrenia. Get away, Data. Come on. This is the second time Riker is trapped in a multi-layered simulation that challenges his memories and perception of reality. It also happened in the TNG episode, Future Imperfect. Ooh, 1990. Mm. Good year. This, good, great year. This is the third time that Dr. Crusher has organized a play. Oh, she previously asked Jordy to sing some Gilbert and Sullivan for her in Star Trek The Next Generation Disaster, 1991, and held an audition in Star Trek The Next Generation, A Fistful of Datas, 1992. We've got to watch Fistful of Datas next, or yeah, soon. Let's, let's just do it next. Okay. 
When Riker is trying to escape from Worf and Data in the hospital, why does he run towards them instead of running away from them? Great question, Haley. Thank you. <laughs> <You're>, yeah. um, <laughs> you came up with that so all by what's, yourself. What's the answer? Yeah. David Selberg also played the historian Waylon in the first season episode of Star Trek The Next Generation, The Big Goodbye, 1988. Oh. Cool. Did not pick up on that. That's a good episode, too. Yep. Sure is. Uh, Dr. Crusher scans Riker's forehead and tells him that there is damage to the parietal lobe. The parietal lobe is at the back of the brain. <laughs> Ooh, go back to med school, Dr. Crusher. Nice. A little scary. Um, how do you, like, where was the editor on that one? Okay. Uh, in Star Trek, Patterns of Force, among other examples, set 100 years, 100 years earlier, Hypospray-sized tracking devices can be implanted into the away team for the purpose of emergency transport or beaming in case of danger. Why isn't this used to keep track of Riker? Was the technology abandoned by Starfleet? That is too deep dive for me. And anybody who asks that question is just asking for me to just go like this. <laughs> that is never, too deep dive for me. <laughs> that is way too deep dive for me. I'm just happy if I can remember the name of the characters that were in this episode. No kidding. Um, I did do a little bit of, because this was such a standout episode, I was like, I want to see what other people are kind of saying about it. Yeah. And from Star StarTrek.com, uh, there was something that was titled Six Things to Know About Frame of Mind, but only two things really interesting to me. So oh, they okay. are, Brennan Braga, who wrote the teleplay, was desperate for stories when he came up with the idea for the episode. The bare bones idea he built upon was, what if Riker wakes up in an insane asylum? <laughs> um, and then... Conway, I'm guessing that's one of the actors from the episode, has fond memories of Frame of Mind, telling StarTrek.com that it was a great script because most of it, as we learned at the end, was Jonathan Frake's imagination. He had this wonderful scene at the beginning where he went on for about a page and a half. It was just one shot where we started tight on him and then pulled back to reveal that he was sitting in this room surrounded by all these people staring at him. It's kind of neat. Yeah, I mean, like it's a, it's a, it's an episode that's kind of out there. Um, yeah, yeah. I didn't look up to see what Dan and and Bill had said about this, but I'm assuming they probably said see it because it is very strong. And you're saying see it, I'm saying see it. Um, people, tell just, us what you yeah. think on Twitter. We'd love to hear from you. It's been a while since we've interacted. It's been a while. Got to just like bookend it. Um, yeah. Also, I just feel like it's such a iconic episode yeah yeah it's got a song i mean let's be real yeah i really enjoyed watching it i think it was i think it was a good jump back into doing the podcast because we both took a long break and both said we hate the podcast we never want to do it again <laughs> and then now we're like kind of forcing it but i've actually had a really good time watching this episode and i really yeah. enjoyed this podcast recording and i'm really glad that it's going to be a really easy edit it's going to be like two seconds oh of, yeah like, moving it over and i like the idea of doing fistful of datas um there's a couple of other tng episodes i've been thinking about too lately and i'm like oh we should do like yesterday's enterprise is one of the iconic ones or i know you really want to do inner light or i was thinking my favorite of all time is lower decks or mm -hmm. the scary one genesis where they be de-evolve into monsters maybe that wouldn't be like a good Ooh. halloween theme like october one or something good idea a creepy one. one we could we could wear our wharf masks oh my gosh <laughs> yeah 
Okay, cool. Um, I made the joke earlier that we would do the ad libs again, but I really don't want to do it. I don't want to do them either. Yay. Oh my God. We're so in point. Oh, yay. I love that journey for us. By the way, for I'm us. watching Shit's Creek Schitt's again. Creek. Oh, Fudge. It's so good. Shit's oh, Creek so- is so delightful. It's so great. I'm going to put that one on again after we finish doing Parks and Rec again. We're just on the last, second to last season of Parks and Rec. Like Cones of Dunshire okay. was just a thing. <laughs> I don't I love know it. what that is, but I oh, have, to, have you never yeah, watched I, through Parks and Rec? Really? No, no. I've only oh, seen yeah. like the first couple episodes, so I just need to get on it. Uh, it's it's very much the like push through first two seasons, and then it's like you, you fall in love with it. Like it's so good. What I hear. Yeah. It's well, and so I already good. kind of like the idea of it, and like I yeah. like the the cast and stuff. I just need yeah, to yeah. spend some more time. Just, just gotta sit down and do it. Yeah. Sit down and commit. Okay. Uh, that's it for this episode of Rewind. Thank you for joining us today. We appreciate you guys. And I can't wait to see folks that are in STLV. If they're going to be going, look for me. I'll be wandering around probably with a nine inch uh, menthol cigarette in my hand, <laughs> coughing through it because I haven't smoked in years, but I'm like it's totally bent in the middle. It's bent in the middle, but it still works. Uh, I'm dragging Brad along. Uh, he'll be the guy in a car t-shirt with uh, <laughs> tattoos and in and out burger socks most likely i know how he dresses um Haley, if you decide last minute that you just want to show up we we have a king size bed we'll get you a cot you can stay in the room we're staying at bally's you're always and welcome and invited ron perlman is going to be there so oh, you man. know you may need to go go say hi and get a photo op and give him a big old bear hug um yeah maybe we'll record right when i get back that sounds fun and I could fill you in on all of the yahoos I ran into that apparently listened to this trash, this dribble. <laughs> oh, those poor people. I know. But thanks. Yeah. Um, yeah, I would love to meet Ron Perlman, but I just, you know how it's going to go. It's going to be me like saying, hey, do you know that I got up like every morning at six o'clock? And spent like an hour and a half getting ready just to like stalk the streets of downtown when you were filming here. Anyway, nice to meet you. I'm normal. Like (laughs) verbal diarrhea instantly. Oh, it's just so bad. (laughs) Someone records it for social media and it's just a whole thing. You become a meme. And then I trip Uh, and fall and my pants rip. oh man okay well until then you remember you can subscribe to rewind by searching for us on apple Podcasts, spotify google podcasts among other things like our rad ass app if you enjoy what we're doing here on rewind or what the other folks are doing on the trek geeks podcast network please consider supporting us on patreon as a subscriber you can get access to the unedited recordings of episodes as well as exclusive content and great subscriber rewards like our annual supporters pins from fan sets and our exclusive trek geeks podcast network t-shirt among other things not monkey pox not monkeypox or that new one that just had killed two people in Ghana. The, what? It's one of those, um, it's like Ebola, but it's not Ebola. It begins with an M. And I was like, what? Hemorrhagic fever, what? But it hasn't uh, spread. But they just said, you know, it, it happened. So just let's create more yeah. fear in the news by telling people stuff they probably don't need to know about. Cool. Anyway, let's thank uh, some folks uh, for helping make us, for going through like such a roller coaster in this close-up. <laughs> really depressing news and then, all right, let's thank the amazing folks Woo! who helped make this possible. Bill and Dan, Patreon subscribers, five-year mission, fan sets, and you. You, Haley, you listener. Hey, if you're playing some 
somebody's playing it loudly in their car or in the library you who can hear this thank you it's um, all you what do you think about it what do you want to talk about hit us up on twitter uh it's trek rewind we'd love to hear from you that's all i got for today folks uh sarah frequencies closed <laughs> what about yours Haley Freak, okay. And to infinity and to keep going. That's it. That's all. <laughs> just wanted for, 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 you to for, for, for. sit with that silence. <laughs> hey, Sarah, Sarah frequencies closed. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> just get up and walk away. Uh